0: This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we learn a smidgen of history every day. Today is April 15th, 2019. The day was April 15th, 1989. Hu Yaobong, who was the Chinese Communist Party General Secretary for several years, died. Hu had become a symbol of democratic reform, and people gathered in Beijing's Tiananmen Square to mourn his death and to support his ideas of democracy and freedom. Soon, the pro-democracy demonstrations spread to other Chinese cities. But by mid-May, Premier Li Peng had declared martial law, and the People's Liberation Army would end up wounding and killing thousands of civilians. Leaders around the world denounced the Chinese government's attack, but economic and political reforms were put on hold, and protesters and activists were persecuted for their actions. In the wake of Chairman Mao Zedong's death, Deng Xiaoping became paramount leader of China in 1978. He launched a series of market economy reforms and installed Hu Yaobang as head of the Communist Party and Zhao Ziyong as the premier. Over the next decade, the public was generally happy with the economic growth and liberalization that was happening in China, as many citizens prospered. But on the other hand, inflation skyrocketed and corruption and nepotism were rampant among government officials. Privatization created a larger gap in wealth distribution, which many people thought was unfair. Plus, there weren't enough graduates to fill the new industry and investment jobs that opened up through the reforms. And graduates faced a limited job market also affected by nepotism. Students and intellectuals became more active politically. A divide emerged between political leaders who wanted to keep instituting reforms and those who wanted more government control. In 1986, students around China protested how slowly reform was happening. They called for human rights and democracy, among other political reform. Many leaders saw this as a slight to China's one-party system and socialist ideology and condemned the protests. Hu Yaobang, who had led the reformers' side, was seen as having too much sympathy for the protesters and was forced to resign as general secretary in January 1987. The Chinese Communist Party dismissed protesters' demands as bourgeois liberalism, but students and intellectuals continued to support reform and Hu. So when Hu died of a heart attack on April 15, 1989, Protesters quickly began gathering in Beijing, Xi'an, Shanghai, Nanjing, Chengdu, and other cities. They spoke out against issues like inflation and salaries and called for greater individual freedoms. There were sit-ins and riots. Protesters issued demands for the government, including calls for democracy, the abolishment of press censorship, and more transparency on leaders' incomes. Demonstrations escalated, and a state-run newspaper incensed protesters even further by running an editorial accusing them of rejecting the Communist Party and government. On May 13th, just before Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev was set to visit China, more than 100 students began a hunger strike in Tiananmen Square, advocating for political reforms and protesting the government's refusal to negotiate the strike earned the sympathy of people around China. Less than a week later, a rally at the square brought in more than a million people. General Secretary Zhao Ziyang, a moderate, asked for compromise and an end to the demonstrations. But other leaders feared an uprising and favored using force to stop the protests. Premier Li Peng imposed martial law in Beijing, and on May 20th, troops moved into the city. The protesters continued to lead demonstrations in Tiananmen Square, and Western reporters captured news footage of the events. But China's leaders were planning an offensive. On June 1st, China shut down live news telecasts and prohibited reporters from photographing or recording the protests. At about 1 a.m. on June 4th, People's Liberation Army troops, heavily armed with tanks and rifles, entered Beijing advancing to Tiananmen Square. People tried to block them, but soldiers opened fire on the demonstrators. Indiscriminate killings continued throughout the day, as some protesters fled and some fought back. Several soldiers were killed and many were wounded. Similar attacks happened in other Chinese cities, but in Shanghai, an agreement was reached peacefully. It's estimated that as many as 10,000 people were arrested, and more than 300 were killed. But there is no official count. After the Tiananmen Square massacre, the government cracked down on protesters, charging many with crimes and executing them. Some of the pro-democracy activists went into exile. Countries that had been watching the events unfold pronounced their disgust, and the U.S. imposed economic sanctions and arms embargoes against China for their human rights violations. Today, China suppresses mention of the massacre in media, prohibits public commemoration of the massacre, and doesn't include it in school curricula. Still, Chinese citizens have spoken out on the subject, and people in Hong Kong commemorate the incident. The last known person imprisoned for participating in the protests was said to be released in 2016, but I couldn't find any updates on whether he actually was. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHCPodcast. Tune in tomorrow for another day in history.